Blog Talk Radio. Just 
children, y'all, some things that's really been uh, on my heart this week. It's like a lot of things that are going on that um, a lot of people are going through things. And um, matter of fact, um, those that, that know I'm a um, Prince admirer, and um, this week was the six-year anniversary of his passing. And it just so happened um, that day was real special to me because not so much because it's in link with Prince, but also because it was linked with my sister. Um, um, matter of fact, that was April 21st of 2000. Um, my sister and I had spoke earlier that day, uh, earlier that morning, and then she um, texted me out the blue and excuse me, inboxed me and said, is it true? I'm like, what is she talking about? And come find out she had a link and actually it was a Prince passing. So with that, um, I always think about um, her and also I got a chance to, um, matter of fact, that was Thursday night. Thursday night um, after I left my son, I went to uh, the parking lot and got me a little something to snack on. Pulled up in the parking lot, did begin to just read some things uh, that uh, her and I had shared throughout the years on Facebook. And so uh, it was that night. And so I said, I'll just say this there's a lot of things that uh, people are going through, especially during the times that's been a lot of passing. Um, we lost uh, someone that was dear to us this week, and uh, also um, my godfather. And um, uh, godparents are lost parents. So uh, there's a lot of things going on. And uh, I just began to just look, and I was like, man, when you look at the outside world, there's a lot of things that are going on. If you look at the price of gas and all these things, you see, see the news, and people can really just come down. And then when you look at your personal life, you're just like, wow. Some people deal with problems on the job, problems at home, problems at school. And also, sometimes just <laughs> problems within themselves. And so, this is the time that many people are just asking God, you know, where are you? God, where are you in all of this? And that doesn't mean that you ain't saved. There are people that are saved that love the Lord, are going through things. And people just want to know where is the relief? People want to know God, you know. Uh, I pray to you, God, you know, I believe in you. You know, I believe in your word. You know, I trust your word. But God, I need help with this. There are things that may happen that you just don't understand. There are some things that happen that you just can't wrap your head around. These are the individuals that I want to speak with. Now, for those who may not have gone through anything or not going through anything, who may feel like, well, you know, you should never question God. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to those who feel like, you know what? I really need some help because the Bible tells us to come before his throne boldly. So we can't talk to God. We can't have a conversation with God. Now, of course, we're going to God in reverence and respect. But also the same token, God is a personal God that wants to talk to us. He wants to have that dialogue with us. He wants to have that dialogue with us, and he wants us to have that dialogue with him. And so when you look at a relationship, with an individual, someone that you love, the most important thing is the communication, the communication, the trust, 
the commitment, the communication, the trust, and the commitment. And so when you look at all those components, God has that. And we can have that in him. And sometimes when those rough times or tough times comes, it actually exposes to us who we don't have it with others. It exposes to us who we don't have it with others so we can go to the one that does have it, that's him. And so with that, with these things going on, and, you know, uh, I often think about those that know me, um, I'm a father of one. I love my son, and um, from what I was told, I may not be a traditional father that, you know, put his finger in somebody's face and yell and scream. Um, those, those that know me and know my dad, they say that I'm similar to my dad where I believe in just talking and just explaining and, and really just uh, getting to the root of situations and most importantly communicate. And so with that, I know there are times I may talk to my dad and, you know, just share my heart with him and someone I can trust. And I know if I share something with my dad, it'll stay right there. And so with that, um, me going that route to my father as a son, now me as a father, I'm doing that to my son. And so for me to be able to just talk to him and let him know that I'm listening let him know I'm caring. Let him know I want to know what's going on. I want to know how you feel. And so when I look at that as a father to my son, then we also have to look at how God, our heavenly father, is for us. God wants us to talk to him. There should never be a situation, regardless if we're going through what some people have put us through or we have put upon ourselves. There's nothing that should separate us, not only from the love of God, but even communicating with God, which is his love. God wants us to talk to him about what's going on right here and also being realistic right here. I'm going to be real with you. There are things that may be going on in our lives, and sometimes we feel like, man, am I the only one that sees this? Am I going crazy? You know, we, we talk to ourselves. And sometimes, unfortunately, some people, they just keep things bottled in. And what happens? They're walking time bombs. They're ticking, 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 but don't have a relief system, don't have anyone to be able to just talk to or pour their help, pour their heart to. And so that's why God wants to be able to come to him, talk to him, not just when things are going well. Of course, yes. He wants to celebrate with you. He don't mind blessing you. He don't mind blessing those who are obedient and trusting him and doing what he tells you to do. But also, not only we serve the God that want to give us things and want to throw a party for us, but also he want to comfort us when those things that may be weighing on us come. I always tell people, just because you say it does not mean that you're not going through anything or you're not going to go through anything. Some people feel like, well, you know, uh, once you get saved, all your problems are over with. To be honest with you, sometimes when you get saved, sometimes people cause more problems on you than you were before you got saved because sometimes what they do is they try to test you to see where your boundaries are. Some people may check or try to challenge your character, challenge your mindset, challenge 
the core of who you are. And it's funny how sometimes you look at it, people didn't deal with you before you got saved or before you got delivered. But it so happened when you gave yourself to God, when you got delivered from the old you or the old mindset or your attitude, that's when they want to act the fool. You're like, ooh, Lord, I wish they would have dealt with me before I got delivered. But you so fit. You knew you delivered me at the nigga time because you knew that if they hadn't done this before I got delivered or before I got saved, I'd probably be spending my bail money right about now. God, woo-wee. God, you're going to have to help me with this because if they had got me earlier, somebody would have came up missing. <laughs> somebody about it would have been stinking somewhere. Those kind of things that come upon your mind, and I'm going to say it like this, God will hear it. God wants you to be real and be transparent with him. No need for us to have a facade as if, well, you know, um, everything going to be all right. You know, I'm going to be okay. You know, I'm just not going to do that. No, look here. God wants us to be real and transparent. How in the world could we probably be delivered or healed from something or someone if we're not properly diagnosing or allowing God to properly diagnose who we are and what we're dealing with? It's time out for the generality of prayer and conversation with God. It's time for us to be real, be open, be transparent, be specific. God is a God of detail. God never made this world it just bland, all, you know, everything just one color. Everything just one food item. No, he has a variety. God is so detailed. God is so specific to your heart. So if God is that specific about us, why in the world should we give him a general prayer or request? Why are we dealing with generality if we're dealing with a God of specific detail? And so with these things that are going on in our hearts and our minds, God told us to come to him and cast our cares upon him. And the funny thing about it, that scripture is, it means a lot because we just think about casting all of our forehead. Why? Because he cares for us. Someone who really cares about you is concerned about the whole totality of you. How they say, from the ruler to the tutor, your, from your pretty makeup to your morning breath. He's concerned about you, how you look at your afternoon event or after seven event your prime dress, your glitz and glamour, all those things. But also, he's concerned about the individual that has that noxema all over her face and the mess of them uh, in his his and her eyes. You have the rollers in your head. You had that do-rag or stocking cap over your head. When I was growing up, we had stocking caps. He's concerned about that. So why in the world are we going to cover up when God wants us to expose it? Give it to him. We serve a God that, like I said, we can be just so honest. We can tell God, look here, God, I'm mad. God, I am ticked off. Look here, this is not about me or anything like that, but if I I had the time to just tell you a lot of the things, that I was able to just go to God and talk to him about. And 
the burden was lifted because not just me conversating or saying it out loud, but I'm telling someone that will keep a secret but most importantly do something about it. God want to give us the peace and the assurance that everything's going to be all right. Behind the world, we're going to get the assurance that everything's going to be all right when we keep lying to him and lying to ourselves. Let's be real. You know you messed up. <laughs> you look here. You know. If it, all it takes is just the, the, I ain't going to say the right opportunity, but an uncomfortable opportunity for an uncomfortable situation for you to get out of your comfort zone and revert back to who you used to be. Hmm. So with that, just being able to just talk to God and just say, you know what, God, I need some help. I need your help right now. You know, um, there was a song that we used to sing growing up. I used to, growing up, I used to hear this song sing song. It said, Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help I know. If thou would draw thyself from me, oh where would I go? When you think about it, God is the only source that we have. And it's easy for us to hear scriptures. We yeah, you know, we fact you even go to YouTube. Look here. You have some people may have a smartphone. You have a smartphone where you can have the Bible read to you. You even if you can't read well, you can have the Bible recited to you. But now with those things, as easy as we have the Bible accessible to us, now we need to understand the application of those scriptures that we heard about, that we read about, that we were told about all of these years. And the situation that you're facing right now, the situation that I'm facing right now, is the perfect opportunity for God to show himself strongly on our behalf for us. You know, I remember growing up, my dad, he was always so strong that he was able to arm and flip. And he could hold myself and my sister at the same time. And, it, I mean, he would, and he would do this. And we were like, wow, we'll be swinging from his arm, my sister and I, swinging from his arm. And also, sometimes it would be me and my sister or me or my sister. And then we had a neighbor that may be watching, Nick and Nikita Michelle's halter. He would come by sometime and she would swing on my dad's arm. And I was like, wow, we were thinking about how strong our daddy was. He was able to handle the both of us. And you think about it, if he could handle the both of us at the same time, probably by myself, ain't too much for him. And so with what you're dealing with, I want us to look at whatever we're dealing with as the perfect homework assignment for us to know the strength of God, the power of God in our situation. All you believe in this, and I, I, I learned this from my dad once again, but whatever situation that we're dealing with, you got to write it down. You never, go to, you never go to bed or you never be somewhere where you don't have access to a pen, paper, or your cell phone. Now, the pen and paper, you can write down what you're dealing with. But even your cell phone, what is the purpose of your cell phone? Even while you're driving, you might not be able to write, but what you can do with some smartphones, you can be able to hit on that record and
sometimes when you speak your problem and you really just talk to God, even when you have a conversation with God, I'm telling you, the more you talk to God, the more he'll talk to you back. Sometimes in the midst of you speaking your word to God, God will use your voice to give you the answer that came from him. I'm telling you from personal experience, personal experience. But the only way for us to get our answer is for us to open our mouth to the problem. Open our mouth and tell God about our problem. The Bible tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. In other words, we have to confess these things. We have to speak it out, talk it out. I found out when you talk to God about your problems, and also when you talk to God about your problems and you're focusing on him, the focus becomes more on the And so what happens, even though we might be dealing with a current pain and we talk about a current solution solver, what happens, it helps us to understand that healing is right in front of us. Healing is so close to us, and when we hold on to him, it'll merge our healing with our reality. So for us, we really just come to God and just talk to him about our problems. You know, it's like I said, now we can go on, 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 on about the scriptures. I can tell y'all new scriptures right now. I can give y'all scriptures right now. But my question is, what about the scriptures that you already been served? What about those scriptures that you've already been told? What are you doing about them? There's no need for us to give more scriptures when you're not dealing with the scriptures that you've already been received. And deal with the ones that we've already received, and then as we begin to just see things, our perspective of things, our anticipation of things will change. We will move from hopeless to hopeful. And so I want to encourage each and every one who may be watching, who may be listening, it ain't over with. Don't ever feel that, well, my life is just a downward spiral and God want me to just go on, go off to the sunset. That's the way it's always going to be. It's always going to happen to me. The devil is alive. The question is, we got to start looking at ourselves. And, and you know what? If you look at it, I found out everything that we have dealt with in our life, it don't, take, it don't take God out of surprise. It don't catch God by surprise. God already knew. Not just the people that dealing with us, causing a problem, but even, like I said, the problem that we throw upon ourselves. God already knew it. And so what he did, he wants to learn from these things, like I said, regardless of what we've dealt with, what we've done, or even when people throw stuff upon us. God wants to learn from it because all these things are teachable moments for us. Sometimes the, the problems that we deal with, of course, we can see the power of God. We can see God's character and nature move and expand and grow and also for us to know who we are in him. But also the same token you think about is preparing us to deal with someone that we may be facing that may need that word of encouragement that's going to help us advance to the next place in life, our purpose. And, and, and also I always talk about this, in rewards for when you make it to heaven, but also from heaven here on earth. There are some blessings that God wants us to receive. There are some benefits. As believers, as children of God, that God wants us to receive right here on earth. And so, with these things, this is a great opportunity for God to feel Himself strong. 
And one of the things I found out that really caught my attention, you know, let's just say 100% of our time, 100% of our time, and we're not we're not talking about or including the time you're supposed to be sleeping, the time, you know, we got to eat. We're not talking about that. But let's just say 100% of our conscious time, looking at 100% of our time, a lot of time we spend 95% on our problem, focusing 95% of our problem, focusing on our problem, focusing on the negative, but we spend 5% in prayer, 5% for God. And we're wondering why we're so stressed. We're wondering why sometimes our body's so stressed, it's affecting our health. It's affecting our physical health, our mental health, our emotional health, and even our spiritual health. But we're spending 95% on the negative and 5% in prayer, which is the power. Think about it. If we only have 5% of prayer, it'll make us deal with 95% of of the problem. It will never overcome it. But if you flip it, and you spend 95% in prayer, 95% of your time before the Father, that means you only have to deal with 5% of the problem. <laughs> if you really think about it. Now, you can live a life of prayer, but every time you face something, every time you just have a conversation with God, that's prayer. Talking to God, communicating with God. You know, everything that, everything that you're in possession of, give that back to God. And allow God to have access to everything pertaining to what you got. Your car, your house, your bedroom, the bathroom, all these things. And never short uh, cut God out of anything that you live. And live a life of prayer. And so when things happen, you don't have to have a duration of problems or situations or grief. Because we serve a God where we're so choice up of 95% of prayer life, what happens? That little problem may come. It's just like uh, giving, a, giving a well a tic-tac. You, you over and done with. And so with that, we're going to go ahead and get ready to go to the phone now for a few minutes. Um, hello, welcome to Written at My Heart. You're on the air. How you doing today? Doing great. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Yeah, I was just uh, listening to the program, and um, I mean, uh, you're 100% right. Um, you know, um, God, uh, you know, he wants us to um, share with him our problems, but he, all, like you said, he already knows our problems, right? He just wants to see if we're going to trust him uh, to give us the answer and trust him to, you know, yeah, he knows how to fix it, but I think one of the things you brought up, we get there's a part that we we have to play in there as well, but we're gonna take instructions from him. So it's just another awesome lesson, and um, and and uh, I just wanted to come on and say keep doing what you're doing. But yes, you know, yeah, God is a perfect listener. You know, yes, we have friends, we have family, um, and I'm not discounting any type of counseling or anything like that. But yeah, uh, uh, one of the things that the you say, the pastors say, and our ministers and teachers, you know, we take our problem to the problem solved, and we take our problem to the one who knows us personally, 
He, uh, all of the billions and billions and billions of people in the world, God knows each one of us personally. So uh, I just thank God for your show, and I, and, I, and I just thank God today for working with you and working in you and through you. And with that said, I, I'll just say to be continued. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, to be and, and also thank you, thank you for um, for everything. You know, I can, I I believe in giving a person their flowers uh, while they're up, while they're country, but also immediately. And so I appreciate what you do. And um, you know, a lot of times people only see what's on the outside. People see what happens on stage, but they don't see what goes on behind closed doors or behind the curtains. And so right. everything has a function. And so with that, thank you for everything you do. And uh, just know that uh, we're proud of you. And thank you for not just being a part of the spiritual family, but our biological family. Right on. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But, you know, we're a team, so we just got to keep striving and working together in the body of Christ. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. I appreciate yes. it. All right. All right. We'll be continued. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right. All right. So, yeah, so, you know, with that, you know, it's it's so encouraging for us to be able to um, even draw strength from one another, you know. And one of the things I always tell people, you know, um, you never know who you may be helping. And so even the situation that we dealing with, of course, we can go to God. We, I mean, that's the first, that's the first person we should go to. But also on the same token, being aware that God may send people your way to encourage you, to bless you. And you should never discount who God may send. You never know who God may send. You expecting, let's say you expecting a big bishop, a big apostle to come to you and lay hands on you and give you a word that's going to make the Red Sea part. But God may use a little kid come to you and just give you a hug. You know, so you just never know, never discount, never discount God's ability to reach you and get your attention. Never think about the methods or the remedy that God may use specifically for you. The key thing is you trust in him with it. It's just like some people, you know, they'll only go to a certain place within a certain car. But yet and still, instead of God sending a specific car, you know, for you to drive, God may want to send you to that location through an Uber. <laughs> you just never know. You know, tax-free. You know, so not a looking at, oh, well, it got to be this person. It got to be that person. It doesn't matter the wrapper that may be on the package, as long as God gives you a package, trust what's inside the package, not what the wrapper is. We have to trust God. And I know, like I said, I always tell people, you know, it's one thing for us to say to trust God, but it's another thing for us to tell people what trusting God looks like. What does trusting God look like? Now, true enough, you may, you know, say your problem or your situation just because you may repeat that problem situation over and over, over again doesn't mean that you don't trust God. No, it doesn't. I'll put it like this. When someone that you love telling you what's on their heart, it doesn't matter how many times they go to, go on to you or you go to them. Look, God's not taking count. Well, you came to me yesterday. You're going to talk about that again? No, look here. 
I tell people, God's not like me. Now, true enough, now, there are some people, they may tell you, oh, you're getting on my nerves. Some people may say, well, it's, quit telling me about them. Oh, you want to talk to me about them again? You talked to me about them yesterday. You need to get over that. God's not like man. God is concerned. God want to hear from you. God wants you to talk to him. God is concerned about why owe you. But are you concerned about him enough to go to him? There's nothing that God want to have off limits in y'all conversation. He loves you. That's what real relationship is about. It's about openness, transparency. God wants us to go to him. God wants us to talk to him. God can comfort us all at the same time. And so with that, you know, um, I, was, I was reading um, from the comments a few seconds ago, um, you know, sending condolences to the family, to um, to the Graham's family, you know. Um, like I said, so many people are going through, and um, I got a chance to meet um, Mr. Green. Um, um, I've, I've heard about him for many years before I saw him. When I met him, you know, I was honored, you know. And so I thank God that God blessed him or blessed us to be able to um, witness, witness, you know, uh, someone that can we can learn from, you know. And um, I'll, j- I'll just say this, you know, you know, there are many people going through things, and this time for us to be praying for each other. You never know what a person is going through. And you can't assume that when someone goes through things, oh, but they're being punished or they must be sinning. No. <laughs> you know, some things happen as a part of life. Sometimes, oh, my gosh, I don't care how saved, I don't care how anointed, I don't care how you speak in tongues or whatever, but I guarantee you the longer you live, you may be facing uh, someone that you love. You may lose them through death, you know, or even just they quit talking to you. You just never know. These things are a part of life, and God is there to help us to prepare for life, not just eternal life, but life here on earth. God is concerned about both. He's concerned about your eternal home and your present home. He's concerned about you in eternity, and he's concerned about you right here, right now. And so that's the thing that we have to be assured upon. God is concerned about us. So why are we avoiding him? Why are we, Why in the world are we trying to fix a problem that God never designed for us to deal with on our own? So I want to encourage you, just in case you're one of the ones that don't like to reach out to, pe- reach out to people, okay. You don't like to reach out to people. Okay. But don't forget to reach out to God. But also the same token, when you reach out to God, or you, in case God sends someone to help you. It's funny how sometimes the people that keep their fists closed, they don't like to receive help from nobody, are the ones that God's trying to send help to. But then again, those that always try to go out to get somebody else to help them, whatever, God a lot of times block them where they have to depend upon him, <laughs> you know. And so with that, I don't know what all the problems or situations or issues that you're dealing with, 
but God knows. And so my request is, in the midst of what you're dealing with, don't give up on God. In the midst of whatever you're facing, understand you're not facing this alone. Whatever you're dealing with, I'm telling you, that doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. That doesn't mean that you're being punished. That doesn't mean that all your past sins are coming back to you, you know. There are certain things happen because it's part of life. But God promised us that he started to help us in this life. And I always say, even pertaining to what we deal with, the difference between we as believers versus someone who ain't saved, we got somebody that's going to help us in our time of need. But those who ain't saved, those who have not accepted Jesus Christ, that person Savior, oh, guess what? They're on their own. But we have an ever-present help right now. We can go to our Savior, Jesus Christ. He's there to help us. He promised to be with us, never leave nor forsake us, or that means never abandon us. Even if we leave him, he never leaves us. God never walked away from us. We walk away from him. So what we need to do, the key word is repent. Do a turnaround. Do a 180. Instead of you saying, no, 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 change your mind and say, yes, 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 and go to him. God wants you to go to him and listen to listen to his heart. Minister to your heart. Go to him and talk to him. Whatever you may be facing, understand there's nothing too hard for God, but also we're going to get through this. We're going to get through One of the things I always say, we're going to get through this. By hook or by crook, we're going to get through this. <laughs> by any means necessary, God going to do what he does best, and that's be God. So why in the world are we going to put God in a box when he operates outside the box and also he owns the box in the atmosphere that the box is in? So let's take the limits off of God and let's take the limits off of ourselves because God may help us to do something that's so extraordinary through his power, his strength to handle and overcome whatever the situation that we're facing. Now, when I say overcome, that doesn't mean that, like that song says, I'm climbing up the rough side of the mountain or, you know, Lord, don't move my mountain, but give me the strength to climb. No, I ain't talking about that. No one in the Bible, the Bible tells us to climb a mountain. God tells us to speak to the mountain. That's what I want to encourage you on. I don't want you to God, I don't want God to have to strengthen your legs for you to climb no mountain. No, I want him to strengthen your voice and your faith for you to look at that mountain and not be intimidated by the mountain, but let the mountain be intimidated by your voice for you to speak to your mountain. So asking God to strengthen your voice, speak to the mountain, and strengthen your legs for praise, strengthen your legs to stand up and face whatever we're dealing with. So I'm encouraging you right now. My question is, with, with, matter of fact, I got in my pocket, thank the Lord. Each key that I have, each key that I have, it unlocks something that's so important. It unlocks my car, my house, and some other things. But the thing is, I have to have specific keys to whatever specific thing I want un- I want unopened. And so, matter of fact, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know I was going to speak about this, but uh, I'm going to share something with y'all. I'm going to 
gonna share something with y'all. I got it right here. I'm gonna move out the way. Yeah, I got it right here. I got it right here. I saw a minister. It was a minister that uh, gave an idea, but what I did was I kind of personalized it, so I kind of changed it up a little bit for my specification. But what I did a couple months ago, I got some keys. These are not made on a specific thing yet, but I got some keys. Before I had them made, I just went on, I just bought the keys. And what I did was <clears throat> I got them different colors. I got different colors, and I got those keys. And what I did, every situation, every prayer request I had before God, I got a specific key, and I personalized these keys. And what I'm doing, what I've done, I prayed over them. Now, this is the thing. My faith is in God, and I'm trusting God with this. So there's not no hocus-pocus thing where I'm putting faith in the keys. No, no, I'm just using an analogy, an illustration, because I know the God I serve, I can do this without the key. But I felt the need to do this, and I was like, wow, hmm, God, when these prayers get answered, I'm going to put the key ring up, and I'm saying, look here, I want to use it as a testimony to show people what you can do. So what I did with these blank keys, I put whatever my prayer request was, and I always believe in getting scriptures. You always have to back up things with the Word of God. Back it up. Let let the Word of God be your support system. And so with these, I wrote down my prayer request, and I put down the scriptures I'm standing on. And what I'm doing, after I did this, now I'm educating myself on the prayer request that I've had petitioned before God. And so what I'm doing as I'm studying, now I'm living a life of expectation, also being sensitive to the voice of God because God may have me to be somewhere where I end up, hmm, getting my prayer answered right then and there. In other words, it don't take God long to move. A lot of times what takes us so long to have our, uh, our prayers answered is us moving out the way or sometimes us not recognizing God's fingerprints when he moves. So asking God to help you to have your spiritual antennas on high alert for you to recognize the call. You got to be able to hear. In other words, you got to have your spirit sensitive, quiet enough to hear his voice because there are some distractions that may try to come. They may try to derail you from moving when God tells you to move or stop when God tells you to stop for you to recognize the voice, the spirit of God, when he tell you, when he give you your, when he give you your uh, command. So with that, I want to encourage you. This is not the time for us to give up. This is not even the time for us to coward out on anything. And even what you're dealing with, we're going to touch and agree right now that God bring healing, 
God bring restoration. God line up everything pertaining to while you with your word, with His word of healing, wholeness from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. But also, I do want to share just in case someone who may be having a prayer request for towards someone else. One of the things I always tell people, and this is now pertains to a relationship. It could be a boyfriend, girlfriend. It could be a husband, a wife, or whatever. The thing is, number one, first of all, if there's any illegal activity that means violence or anything like that, first of all, I don't care how you say, well, you know, I'm just going to trust out. No, God wants you to get the police involved. We got to use wisdom. If there's a criminal act, it is your responsibility to make sure that you're protected. Make sure you get protection. Make sure you notify the local authorities and don't back out. Well, you know, well, the Bible says forgive. The Bible says if someone uh, slaps you, you just turn it. Nope, nope. Look here. Don't take that. Don't take that out of context. Don't take the word of God out of context. That's not what it means in that specific thing. So, you know, for us to use wisdom. And so when it comes down to people, understand, we can pray for people, but we can't make them change. The thing is, when you're praying for people, even if they don't want to listen to God, that was not a wasted prayer because their prayer request it's not for them. The prayer request is for you, just because they don't change. So that's something that God wants to be able to understand. Hey, look here. If there's no change, if they don't change, what you going to do about it? That's the key thing, for you to keep your sanity. But also, like I said, if there's some criminal activity going on, if there's something illegal, if there's something wrong, if there's some type of abuse, get out immediately. Don't, well, you know, God told me, so God didn't tell you to say you're getting beat up. He threatening your life or she threatening your life. So don't even don't even use it as an excuse. No, no, no. So with that, God wants us to come to him and talk to him about whatever that we may be dealing with. So the Bible tells us to cast all of our curse upon him because he cares for us. But also, even when we know whatever we may be dealing with, we've been made and doing but a night, but joy comes in the morning. So the key thing for us to realize even in the wee hours of the night, God can comfort us because morning is on the way. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We come to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence, Lord, today. We come to you right now, God. Come to you right now, God, boldly, God. Ask God the help of God in every area of our life, God. First of all, God, forgive us, God, where we're weak. God, we're speaking, God, to forgive us. Forgive us, God. Forgive us, God. And, God, after you forgive us, God, help us, God, to forgive ourselves right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking right now, God. For those who may be watching or listening right now, God, we're speaking, God, the strength of you, God, the strength of God coming in, God, in their hearts and their minds and their lives right now. In the name of Jesus, God, there are some who may be feeling discouraged, God. It's, they feel like it's one thing after another. God, they even stand they even thinking, God, if it ain't one thing, it's another. But, God, we ask God to help them understand right now, God, that there's nothing too hard for you. It's never too late to consult you, God. So, God, we ask you, God, to help us, God, to give everything over to you once and for all right now. In the name of Jesus, even when the devil tried to bring backlash, even when the devil tried to bring reminders of the past, God. God, help us, God, to rest assured that it's already in your possession. And so, God, we ask God to help us right now, God. 
to trust you, even when it's dark, even when we don't see a way. God, we know that as long as you're on the throne, there is a way out right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind everything the devil stands for. We cancel the devil's assignment. In the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we speak it right now, God, that you touch the bereaved family right now, God. We speak it right now, God, that you massage their hearts right now, God. God, we speak God, even in this situation, God, bring the family closer together like never before. Even when the devil trying to bring division right now, we bind that spirit right now. We bind the spirit of division right now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we speak God for wisdom, God. We speak God for insight right now, God, even in the midst of situations right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we speak in God for those who may be sick, God. Touch and heal their bodies right now, from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet right now, God. We even speak it right now, God, even against that uh, uh, kidney stone right now, God. God, you see her right now, God. We speak in God that you line up every cell, every tissue, every organ, God. Line up with healing and wholeness right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you said healing of the children bread. And so, God, we're feasting on your word, God. In the name of Jesus, and we know, God, that your word will not return void. So, God, we speak it right now, God, right now, God, for healing right now, God, from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet right now, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we speak it right now, God. There's that, there's that person right now, God, who may be on the verge of giving up on life right now, God. We speak it right now, God, that you intervene right now. In the name of Jesus, God, there's not a, there's not just by chance that they are watching or listening right now. So, God, we speak, God, that you intervene right now, God. Let them know, God, that there's a purpose for them even listening online right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak right now, God, that you reach them right now. In the name of Jesus, God, they have shut off people right now. So, God, we speak right now, God, that you minister, that you reach them, that you made a lifeline that rescued them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, let them know, God, that life is worth living because you live for us right now, God, and you're still on the throne, and it's never too late. It's never too late for you to move, God. So, God, we ask for the help of God, the healthy patience, God, healthy endurance right now in the name of Jesus. And, God, we have ask God the help of God to look at this as an opportunity, God, for you to flex your muscles on our behalf, God, for us to be able to have our faith increased right now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we speak it right now, God, that you help us, God, right now, God, to utilize this testimony that you will give us and that you have given us right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and every one who has tuned in. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, um, excuse me. Um, if you have any questions or comments, you feel free to reach me on uh, Facebook. My name is Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P-S and Paul, R-A, T-S and Tom, E-R. Uh, you will see my daily devotion, also my videos, as well as um, – uh, my uh, post. Also, uh, if you want to go to my website, my website is brotherprater.com. Brotherprater.com. You will see my daily devotions, my videos, and also my uh, uh, schedule, my personal appearances, calendar for my personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section of my website where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men. A path to God of fatherhood. A few good men was written to inform the men, the needs, and the responsibilities. Also, 
uh, towards their family, their children, even their children's mother, regardless if they're with them or not. Also, it speaks to the ladies. It's not just for guys, but it's for ladies, too. Uh, we want to talk to the ladies for them to understand what a real man is and what a real man ain't. Also, for them to even be able to um, uh, even help choose wiser pertaining to a children's father, to present or future children. Also, uh, my other book, The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper. This is the story of uh, uh, my sister, uh, Sheila Prater, who was um, tragically killed due to uh, domestic violence. Um, this book right here, it's, it's really me just having a conversation. Really just, uh, I wanted to introduce the word to my sister. So, um, you know, everything that I am, you know, God made me everything I am, but also the uh, greatest influence in my life was this sister right here, my sister, Sheila. Um, so, you know, um, that's why I do what I do. I, I, I love people and, um, I want to be able to really just see people live the purpose plan God has for them. And also, you know, you know, um, me, my name being brother, um, um, want to be a brother to all and just for them to be able to understand that, you know, God has so much for us. And, um, you know, even though I have no more sisters, but I want to empower other sisters. And uh, and that's why I do what I do. And I was, I've been doing this before my sister And so now she's no longer with us. You know, it's like it has given me an extra charge. And, um, you know, I take what I do seriously. First of all, what I do for God, that's, that's me. That's my DNA. That's my DNA. That's who I am. You know, who I am, you know, is a preacher, a man of God 24-7. And I don't take it lightly. And my main thing, I want you all to just know if God can do it for me and everything that I have overcame and the things, my disappointments, all these things, and God helped me be where I am today, I'm no different than you. But the same God that did it for me, he can do it for you. So don't ever feel like, you know, you're too messed up to be used by God. You're not. One last thing I want to share this with you. I want you to know that there are many people that may be in the Bible they were just like you, just like me. So God used people. God used ordinary people to do extraordinary things. So with that, I want you to know that even though you, what you may be dealing with, you may be dealing with something that's so extraordinary. But remember, you are an extraordinary person that's about to have an extraordinary testimony. So with that being said, I want to thank each and every one for tuning in, and thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. God bless you. And good night.